0: Hello and well, welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. I'm Alessandra. And today we are going to be talking about two movies that center around space and obsession with space: <laughs> uh, Lucy in the Sky and Ad Astra. Yep. Uh, so, uh, which uh, which movie do we want to start with? I say we talk about Ad Astra first because we saw that first. Okay, yeah, make makes the most sense. I I'm gonna really try and conjure it back into my mind. It has been a while. It, I did see yes. it twice though. Mm, but, okay, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So where do we uh where do we want to start? want to start with Brad Pitt's character. We want to talk about the world that they've created for us, the near future of uh of Earth. Yep. And uh vi- and various other cohabited uh. Planets, uh huh, which is a uh, very uh, bleak future. Yeah, um, I actually really like the the world that they kind of uh, told for us. Like, kind of, I really enjoyed watching how just uh, common space travel was. Mm-hmm. Like how com- commercial getting to the moon was. Yeah, it was like, like it just seemed. Yeah, yeah, it was like so easy, mm-hmm. and uh, you just pay for it it was super expensive but like mm-hmm. you pay for your ticket and you get like little special accommodations on the rocket and you just enjoy your your inbound flight to the moon. Yeah. Um and uh
1: the inside really of the moon
0: was pretty neat too. Yeah, like that cuz it was underground, the right? Station. Or yeah. The station, that's right, the station. And uh And I kind of like the idea of, you know, uh, upon first uh, colonization of the moon, you know, people are kind of taking advantage of it. People are, like, um, going a little AWOL because it seems like the moon hasn't quite gotten its grasp on things. Like, there's, like, just people from all over the world are just there um, looking for resources. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a pirate, pirated, like, area. Um, Yep. And it's a little it's a little chaotic. Um, I really enjoyed that as well. It was, uh, interesting world building for
1: sure. Um, and also like very, like interesting to see how they melded present time space stuff with, you know, near future space stuff. They kind of changed it slightly, uh, but still made it seem like it was reality. Um, You know, so that you could be connected to the characters and see that this could possibly happen in the future.
0: Yeah, I was, uh, um, one of the complaints that I heard about this movie from my coworkers was that, uh, you know, he wanted, like, a new fancy suit. Like, it's the near future. Maybe we develop some fancier-looking suit. But I was reading in the trivia or something or another article, because I read a lot of articles about Ad Astra, because this movie was very, like, mm-hmm. surreal. There were a lot of messages. There were a lot of themes mm-hmm. um, that I found very interesting, and just I wanted to read more about him in articles. And I think the director or whoever chose the costumes just really enjoyed the look of, like, the, the suits from... Like what the '60s or something? Like they're oh, very, they're like thin. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, that's <laughs> also, cool. You seem uh, you seem reluctant to <laughs> to talk about this. Uh,
1: no, no, no. I'm I'm reluctant to say positive things about this movie because I really didn't like it. I don't know if that's okay. that's clear. I know you saw it twice, and I know that you really liked it, but. Uh, I'm not gonna let, say wait, I really liked it. Let's just listen to. Uh, let me let me say this. Go ahead. I don't like conflict, and I don't like I don't like having to defend my position as somebody who thinks this movie was bad. Like I don't enjoy having to prove to somebody that this movie was bad. Like it that's not what I want, you know. Like I want. You know why? It's because I wanted this movie to be better. I wanted to enjoy this movie. Like I. I really, really, really wanted to like this movie, and it's just, to me, it did not live up to the expectations that I had I had set for it and the way that I wanted it to be. And that does not mean that it was bad, I just didn't like it.
0: <laughs> okay, let's, let's, let's jump back then. Like, Let's talk about expectations, because I definitely had some expectations for this movie that definitely did not meet them. Okay. Um. Whether or not that's a good thing or a bad thing, I haven't quite decided yet. I'm a little like there are definitely some things I did not enjoy about this movie. I was not a fan of how slow it was. How like disconnected the story kind of felt at times. I wanted it to be a bit more. Like my expectation of the movie was it was going to be kind of like Interstellar. The the story was going to be a little complex. Mm -hmm. It's about space. Lots of complex stories and ideas and themes come from space. Yeah. So I was like. I was waiting for some grandeur, like right, like an interstellar, which is the way interstellar is, yeah, crazy cosmic scientific anomaly type of type of movie. Yes, and and I didn't get it, and 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 a part of me liked that because for sure, um, for sure, and and I think it really showed the simplicity of space and just quite how scary and vast and dark and mysterious and and just awe-inspiring space can be and how people react to it um, mm-hmm. mentally and physically and emotionally. Yeah. Um, but I still I still think the story might have fallen short and it just didn't give me enough. I felt like I wanted some more and it just didn't give it to me and it was just mm-hmm. slow. It mm-hmm. was very slow.
1: I don't think um, that the pace was the problem. I think it's like I think to me it's the plot and it's the the way that the story was told was that every kind of every scene kind of bled into the other with the with the voiceover on top and it, we didn't we didn't get a whole lot of like and, and in a sense that that matched like the feeling of how Brad Pitt's character felt you know he was depressed and we could see that and so like the way that his world was swirling around him was kind of like a distant kind of feeling um and that's why the movie felt so distant to me like in a sense, because the main character was so distant from
0: everything else, you know. Yeah, I definitely felt that distance, and it kind of it was off-putting. Yeah, I'll say it's off. I really enjoyed. Yeah, I really enjoyed Brad Pitt's Brad Pitt's character. Um, I liked hearing about his inner thoughts and you know mm-hmm, the stuff mm-hmm. that he was dealing with, and I but I also enjoyed that, you know. F- he felt. Productive. Like, I don't like space movies. Like, I did not enjoy Gravity because just bad thing after bad thing after bad thing just kept happening. Yeah. And it just didn't seem like anything good was happening and no... It was not productive. Right. This movie felt very productive because, again, this guy's a professional. He's been in space a lot. He is good at what he does. Mm-hmm. He... And he's... He's gonna get his mission done no matter what. Like, yeah. he has a mission to do and he's gonna do it. Yeah. And... So I really enjoyed that part of him because again, this felt a lot like Blade Runner in space. Like it was just the uh, the, the, the cop had a mission yeah, and yeah. he went out and did it. And I really enjoyed that part. It felt very it felt very futuristic yeah. and like very noir almost mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and a and, and a lot of the set design seemed like Blade Runner as well. Yeah. Like just very weird and quirky and, and different. And I really enjoyed that.
1: I thought that it was more like, uh, Heart of Darkness in space, which is, I think that that's what it is. I think it's, uh, the book Heart of Darkness, which is also Apocalypse Now. Um, the idea of going into an unknown jungle to retrieve somebody who has, um, uh, like an authority figure who's lost it. Exactly. Like somebody who has, um, actually turned and turned evil, you know, and like, yeah, because yeah, their of the their morals reference that, yeah, and that's yeah. that's exactly what it was like. And I think okay. like to be honest, I don't think it was like as successful as like Apocalypse Now in that sense. And like the way that that movie was just the the, the things that were going on ar- around in that movie, like the the scene setting and the feelings and the atmosphere. To me, everything painted a beautiful like it was a whole big picture of a monumental kind of film whereas for me this one I know that's what it was trying to do and I I could see that it was it wanted to do that to be like one big giant like tapestry of a movie about somebody's like inner life and being like a son and everything but like to me it felt like just kind of disjointed with the various things that were happening like the, the way that the sound design was and the way that the, like, the, the lighting and the set design, to me, like, everything felt, it, it just kind of, like, from scene to scene, it felt disjointed to me. Like, I don't know why, it just, like, that's how I was just watching it and thinking, okay, okay, like, is, is this going to go anywhere? Why are we seeing this, like, why are we watching a scene uh, where a monkey tears a person's face off? when we could have avoided this. And like why are we watching like uh Brad Pitt climb into a rocket that's blasting off and not get killed and then kill everybody else in the process? Like what what is going on? Why are we watching this, you know?
0: Yeah, it was and that's and that's kind of where I thought maybe the story was like a little bit lacking. But that's interesting. I wish um I wish that maybe I would have rewatched Apocalypse now maybe before before talking about this movie, or maybe even reading Heart of Darkness, Mm -hmm. um, just to have that, like, comparative part, because we, I mean, I wouldn't say that I watched Apocalypse Now in study of film, because I slept through it. Oh, okay. Um, um, so that would have been interesting to have seen before, talking about this movie. But... Um, going back to what you said about, like, scenes kind of feeling... I don't know. Uh, some of the scenes I felt... I, I really enjoyed the movie up until he kind of got to Mars. Yeah. Like, With once. Ruth Negga in
1: that weird red place and, like...
0: Yes. That just felt so unrealistic to me. Yeah. That's why I was thinking of, like, the Blade Runner type of thing. I get it. Just yeah, I get of, it.
1: Yeah. Um... But if the whole movie looked like that, it would have been fine, you know? Like if the whole movie had that weird lighting and that strange feeling and i know that they were on a different planet and they wanted to give the planet its own feeling well, yeah, and style think... but it was so dark and so desolate and everything was so far from
0: from well and i think i think that's the type of uh like uh, what is it not theme, but, like, atmosphere that they were trying to give Mars. Like, mm-hmm. it seemed, mm-hmm. like, it seemed like the people hadn't seen the sun. Because yeah. they're all underground. Yeah. Like, these people looked sick. Yeah, they did. And they looked, yeah. They looked depressed mm-hmm. and, like, just dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Mars itself just seemed like a horrible place to have to be. Yeah. And that girl, uh, like, grew up there. Yeah. And, and then the scene with the monkey, like, Tearing off the guy's face because I, I guess it was like a like a bio type of like an like an animal ship that they were just doing the distress call for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe maybe they had they just had animals on that. Yeah, it was like a research ship for some reason. Ship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, him going into the lake and getting onto the rocket before leaving Mars and just the whole cause and effect of just hit the the what is it like, the effects of, of, of what he chooses to do and, like, mm-hmm. just stuff that he can't control um, because he always seems to be in control, but then, yeah. I, Yeah. It's... I'm definitely... I'm definitely not saying that this is, like, my favorite space movie because it's not. I just... There were just some things about it that I really enjoyed. Yeah. Like, you, I really liked... enjoyed his, like, mental... Yeah. His, like, little mental therapy sessions that he had to do. Um, I thought it just had some fun some fun like futuristic aspects that I hadn't really seen in any other and any other space movie up until now. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah. I I, th- I I was just a little bit like mad at the the way that the like the physics ended up working out for him and like you know, like even at the end when his dad his dad like let go of him and then he somehow managed to get himself back to the station, and then, like, swing off of it with that swinging thing, and then go, like, through, like, time it exactly right so that he didn't, like, fly off into the, the space forever. Like, it, it just, it just seemed like everything, like, worked out, like, really well for him for some reason, and it's just like, how the fuck did you end up, did, everything that you did, you should have died, like, I don't understand why you're still alive. You know, and these other people are dead, and they did nothing wrong. Like, I just think that, like, the way that the people interacted with each other just felt, like, so, in, like, unrealistic to me. Like, they had totally lost their humanity, and we didn't yeah, have anything to compare been... it to. Like, we didn't, like, see, the, like, the way that people are on
0: Earth at all. It was, like, just, it was just from Brad Pitt's perspective, you know? Yeah, and he definitely seemed like the most inhuman person on the planet i mean he kind of talked about how you know he put on a face he pretended to be friendly but he he knew that that wasn't what he would do like he wasn't gonna because like when he was walking through one of the ships I think in the very beginning of the movie when he was going out to fix something mm-hmm. on the on the space tower or something that had been built that was like just like erected from earth's surface like this huge tower yeah the international space tower or something which was just also insane i mean
1: what was that thing doing up in the in the atmosphere (laughs) that's also connected to the ground that
0: makes no sense i know how did it not like break apart i don't
1: know i have
0: (laughs) no idea yeah i mean so a lot of the stuff some stuff just didn't seem realistic um Especially as he went deeper and deeper into space, it just seemed like it just got more and more maddening, and just more and more chaotic, and just... Well, that's the point, like, that's Heart of Darkness, like, it gets worse and worse as you're going, you know, like, obviously that's
1: what it, like, was trying to invoke, was, like, that, yeah, it's supposed to get more and more intense, it gets more and more kooky, like, I just feel like it could have been even more, you know, like... Yeah, even more ju- kooky, just pushing even more... it, like pushing it to the limits of what we're seeing, how insane this can possibly be, and like in a sense, it's it's all going through his head at the same time. He's like struggling with his dad, and he's alone. You know, like I did like the scene where he was flying in the in the ship alone to get to Neptune. Um, yeah, I liked that yeah, I like part. part that was very good yeah. because he was talking to himself and he was getting like, and I understood that system and that whole s- situation when he was alone. Uh, It's just when other people were around, you know? Like, I just, I didn't like other people. I liked Brad Pitt. Like, I thought he was great. I just, I didn't really love the filmmaking. I didn't love how many tight shots we had of his face um, that were just, like, trying to see this non-emotion on his face that, like, was there, but it, like, wasn't present enough in the scene to, like, invoke anything in you. You're just watching his face the whole time, you know what I mean? Yeah, like it wasn't like in in First Man when we had many many tight shots in that movie, but we also have effects, we have the the sounds, we have the, the camera shaking, we have the feeling, the music, like the the, the sounds that are invoking fear in us, the viewer. Uh, to me, in this movie, we just didn't have as much of that. We didn't have as much of like that masterful like combination of sight and sound. To provide the emotion for us, not just his face, you know.
0: Yeah, and that's maybe where I would have enjoyed a bit more, like world building. Yeah, maybe me a too. bit more of a story, because I was very intrigued in this world that they were building. But then it just, yeah. But and then, and then, yeah. Maybe seeing, maybe seeing Brad Pitt's character. What he talks uh, to his not. dad, like what the fuck. Yeah, he just—he's yeah—he's just such a different kind of human. Like he's just—he's just so not human. It's yeah, it's, it's unnerving. <laughs> um, but but also like satisfying in this at the same time. It's right, weird. Well, it's it's very weird. It's very strange. He's also very attractive. So you know, he's nice to look at. Yeah, he he's a great actor, and it was just really enjoyable to to watch him be this badass spaceman (laughs)
1: yeah like it was great like i i i dig a good sci-fi movie you know Uh, of course when you watch a sci-fi movie you're just comparing it to all the other sci-fi movies that you ever watched you know i mean as soon as i came out of this movie i was thinking about that movie uh high life that i watched by oh high life claire denis the one that yeah, well, the one with uh, yeah, the, well, that's the director Claire Denis, uh, but it had uh Robert Pattinson in it.
0: Yeah, and you went, you went to like a Q and A or something mm-hmm. for the movie. Like you went and saw the movie, and then you talked to the, or not talked, but like you know, you listened to the director. Yeah, right, and Robert Pattinson. And then, yeah, Robert Pattinson.
1: Uh, and I'm not saying that movie was good either because I didn't think it really was. But to me, that was a more like engaging movie in a sense that like there was it was so strange like it was just so weird and it made me think it, it had a lot of time to think about the stuff that the uh, the uh director was bringing up you know because like the themes of this movie are are clear but they're just not giving you enough i feel like they're just not giving you just the, the, j- they're like telling you to think about the dad and then you think about it for a while and you're like okay and then but th- they're also telling you to think about like um this is a point that I wish was more increased, was to think about how the, that we're alone in the universe and that we did not find anything out there. And... That's right. That they, no one went to go get the fucking dad in Neptune. They just left him out there for 18 years. You know, even though it didn't seem like it was a lot of work to get out there, to be honest. Um, Yeah. That makes no sense. But the fact that they didn't have a a psychological discussion like no one discussed what it's about being alone in space/ being thinking that we're all alone in space and the, the the repercussions of that in the world like i just what does that mean like what does that mean to humanity what kind of people are we going to be like it was we were sh- we were shown some of that but we were not like explicitly shown that and that's what i wanted to see like maybe he could talk to donald sutherland about that that would have been cool
0: Yeah, after hearing that Tommy Lee Jones, uh, who plays Clifford uh, McBride, his father, wasn't able to find, because the the Lima project was to go out and find aliens, like find other beings out there. And just the fact that he came up with nothing and his spiral into madness and, you know. He killed everybody who he worked with. Yeah, because they he thought they were all traitors mm-hmm. and just wanted to go back home, when he himself had been so disconnected from mm-hmm, home mm-hmm. that he didn't want to go back. He he believed in finding these otherworldly beings, and he was not going to stop until he found them. Yeah, yeah. And, and, then, and then if he didn't, he was just going to die out in the farthest reaches of space that man mm-hmm. has been able to get to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I, I enjoyed that part too. I really liked uh, Tommy Lee Jones's character from what we kind of got from him. I really it was it was very scary. Like getting those yeah. those those videos of mm-hmm. of him later on from Donald Sutherland, like you know being like Roy. They didn't want me to show you this, but yeah. like here's this crazy ass video of your dad being a psycho. I know, right? And and like and it felt very um it felt very almost Star Trekky to me. Uh-huh. Like. Uh-huh. Uh, kind of like with, with the third movie, Star Trek Beyond, but but like not too much. But it just seemed like a very Star Trek kind of thing to do. Like just you know, your yeah. captain goes out trying to find aliens. He goes crazy and kills everyone. Yeah, and now there's still all, these, all, all these repercussions. Like very Star Trek. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. And and yeah, learning that he wasn't able to find anything, but they still it still kind of kept it open. I think mm-hmm. that you know they they just they just didn't look far enough or long enough or you know like there could still be something out there but yeah but but yeah he was so distraught that he hadn't found anything that he was ready to just give up basically but um and to give up on 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 earth uh his original home planet so yeah it had a lot of stuff there to work with um that i found very interesting and i mean yeah what what would be the repercussions of of earthlings finding out that the, that we are in fact all alone in the universe.
1: Yeah, I mean it's just yeah, like watching what would what would happen to the like what would happen to the world that it inhabited. And in a sense, we did get to see some of that in the way that the humans are still acting like apes in the fact that they also are fighting for land on the moon, just like they do on earth. And people are ruthless and they want to kill each other anyway. And, uh, but then there's also people who want to help and there's, there's all that too. But it's just like, we don't see a lot of that. We don't see a lot of the good people. We just see a lot of like the shit and the horrible stuff. And, and, the depressing, like, bleak future that is probably going to happen to us.
0: Yeah, there's also, like, the tie-in to, like, the politics of, like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, this project obviously went bad and they want to keep a good face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and just destroy it and not, you know, bring back any of the data or talk about what had happened. Mm -hmm. I mean... Uh, Clifford was obviously a troubled man and had his own personal issues at home before even going out on this mission and they let him go anyway. Yeah. So it's just... Uh, it's just interesting, the repercussions of people's decisions and kind of the effects that it has on on people. Um, the uh, also other
1: thing that I noticed was in the trailer of the movie, which I saw it many times, there was more footage of Liv Tyler... In the trailer than there was in the movie.
0: Really? So, like, like, what? What did we not get? We
1: didn't see her sitting at his bedside telling him that there was all those people that died from that power surge. She wasn't there. Um, we didn't. Oh, he, like, sees it on the news
0: or something. Yeah,
1: like, he saw it or, in the news yeah. instead of. Her sitting down and telling him um and yeah. then she obviously we had like a, a shot of him staring down at something in her in the background and that was it and then we also just got her on the screen um i thought that she was gonna say more and she never did like it it just seemed like she was kind of a character that was just there for the background of of roy and the fact that like oh, look, Roy had a wife and he couldn't make it work because he's depressed. That's it. Like, it's just like we didn't even need to have her. Like, we could have just said that. Like, we didn't need to actually have her be in the movie.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, they did bring up a lot of, you know, things to focus on and and things to not focus on and kind of how Roy was first seeing, you know, his missions to space. He liked going to space. He felt, he felt, um... He felt good in space, and he really just wasn't focusing on the wife he had on Earth, mm-hmm. much much like how his father was. Mm-hmm. But then, but then it kind of like talks about his his process of changing his feelings about that. And by the time he gets back, you know, he definitely re re focuses um, what's on, what's on what's important to him, and that is Liv Tyler. But yeah, another complaint from my coworker was that Liv Tyler did not have enough. In this she did not. movie, she would have added a um, humanity
1: to this movie that was not existent. It just was not and around. I, yeah,
0: and I think they tried to add her, but it was just so subtle, and yeah. it was just something had to think about in the aftermath. Yeah, like oh, Roy is now, you know, distancing himself from his father and not wanting to be like his father, and now knows that he needs to focus on what's important to him, and that is his wife. Yeah, yeah. So, and that was clear by the end. It was just you know. Yeah, she just seemed. She just seemed like she needed some more to do.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, should we uh, do some uh, plot keywords then?
0: Some plot keywords. Yeah. Let's see. We've got. Oh, this is a good list. Astronaut, son looking for missing father, outer space, father son relationship, and moon. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Great. Perfect. This is great. <laughs> oh, I like a psychological evaluation. Sun looking for Sun looking for missing father
1: is a very long one. Like that's very oh, specific. Yeah. Like I that's, I, that's
0: like that's like the longest one we've ever seen on here. I'm gonna click on. Let's see what other movies. Uh, there's nothing
1: that I recognize. There's only there's only five titles with that, and they're all like they're all foreign movies.
0: <laughs> really? That's what it says? Oh my gosh. Yep. Oh my goodness. Let's see. Did this have any good trivia? I don't remember. Um Oh, the title means to the
1: stars in Latin. Yeah. Well, we knew that uh, because in the in the beginning of the movie it it said to the stars and then it changed to the word ad astra. Like it flips. Doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. I just thought it kind of just did that for for effect, but then as I was reading all the articles, I was like, "Oh, okay, that's what that's." What oh, that I is. Th- it was pretty clear to me. <laughs> 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 nope, was not clear. Uh Uh, eh, alright. I'm I'm not I'm I'm not digging any of this trivia. Let's just, no. let's just go to the meta score. So let's see. So the got it has an eighty average meta score. hmm Um got wow, there's no there's no yellow box up No, here. it's
1: it's all green,
0: which is pretty oh, incredible. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I love the very top one. IndieWire gave it a 100 and said, an awe-inspiring film. That's it.
1: Uh, <laughs> That's I prefer it. Uh, Vanity Fair 70. While visually and orally stunning, James Gray's latest film doesn't explore anything new. Thank you, Vanity Fair. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep nugging this film. Let's um the empire one's hmm. nice existential but also intimate ad astra is a stunning ex- sensitive exploration of the space left by an absent parent and the infinite void
0: of actual space yeah i'm just trying to see if there's if there's anything that like speaks that speaks to my thoughts i don't know mm. yes
1: hmm Huh. Hmm. Uh. <laughs> uh, Nah. Nothing? Okay. Nah. We, we wrapping up at Astra then?
0: I think so. Let's, uh, let's, uh, jump on over into Hyperdrive over to Lucy in the Sky. Emily, that was not the... Right. I know. I know, know. know you really just, tried, but, like, you just... I didn't. I really didn't try. That's the thing. I didn't try. So, we're just... just we're gonna
1: pop over to something done. that, uh... Another space movie that also I didn't think was gonna be good and then
0: it turned out to be worse. So... Uh... I hadn't even properly, like, seen the trailer for this. Uh-huh. I... I think I just kind of saw it somewhere, like maybe on a YouTube ad or something, but I just wasn't quite paying attention. Um, so I had no idea what this movie was gonna be about. And I had no idea that, that Lucy Cola was even a real person. Well, it's not Lucy Cola that's the real person. It's somebody else. Oh. Who? Do we know the name of
1: the person? Yeah, her name is, um, uh, I just don't want to get it wrong. I was looking up her story, and I I had already known about this, so, um, it's based off of Lisa Nowak, um, oh, okay, who was a real, a a real, uh, astronaut, and when the the news broke about what Lisa Nowak did, um, uh, like, ten years ago or whatever, I remember this, I remember it very clearly actually
0: yeah so she didn't so for some reason I thought that she was gonna try and like sneak her way onto a rocket to get back up into space again but no she she goes to she goes to like confront the guy that she was cheating on her husband with mm-hmm. I, I was just there were again I had no idea about the story and it just every decision that she made just confused me even more and I guess that just is just a part of her being a little crazy and obsessive um yes but yeah I did I was not interested in this movie at all <laughs> that I just why did we go see it then because you wanted to talk about it with Ad Astra. And I was like, alright, why not? It's got Natalie Portman. How bad can it be? I thought you Ugh. said we should go see it. No, you said this. You said this. Me? I I was all for doing Ad Astra by itself. And you wanted to talk about Lucy in the Sky with it. You're like, hey, what about that Lucy movie? It's coming out. And it's also about, like, obsessive stuff. I did say that. Stuff. I did say that. Yeah. 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 And then I agreed. Because I was like, alright, why not? <laughs> Well, we saw it, everybody. The only character I enjoyed was Dan Stevens' yep, character. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's the. Uh, he and, was so and, funny. And her nana, you know what? I'll say that too. Uh-huh. She was uh-huh. she was a funny lady. She was. Uh, yeah. Was was her mom? Um, her grandma. And, and yeah, her grandma, and and maybe Tig Nataro. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: Tig Nataro. I was so excited yeah. when I saw Tig in the movie. I, I like, I was like, it's Tig, and I like, I turned yeah. you. Oh, I love, yeah. I love seeing Tig in roles that are just like, she's just there. You know? Because that's just, exactly what random. it was like. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh shit, it's Tig. And I love Tig. And I was like, I seriously think I'm going to start watching Disco just because of Tig. Like, I just really... Like, I didn't really care about watching the new Star Trek just because we had to pay for it. But, like, man, I'll watch it because Tig's in it now. And she's, like, a main character. And I would, I really would like to watch it with her. <laughs> Star
0: Trek with Tig? Hell yeah, sign me up. <laughs> I, had, I had every intention of watching the show... Only after it's done. It's been done. So, so like, I could ten years it. from now? I don't know. You really think it's gonna go for ten years? No, every,
1: every season, like, all of the Star Trek seasons, except for, like, the animated series and Enterprise, have gone for seven seasons. So... Well, and no, the, and the OST, they only
0: had three seasons. But they, they, there's like 25 episodes in each season, so that's, you know. There's no way in hell that I am paying for CBS All Access consistently. I know, so that I is am fucked up. I don't know what they're thinking. Like, what else are we going to watch on CBS? Like, that's just so they're I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait for every season to be out. I'm going to wait for the show to be and done. Picard, and, then I will, and I will. Just... then I will pay for two months of it, and I will binge it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what's going to happen. Okay, okay. Um, anyway, so the real story about Lisa Nowak was um,
1: this is just like the bare bones that I've been reading from the past few days after the movie. Um, uh, so she was an astronaut who was a very smart astronaut. Like she went up into space. Like it's not like they just let anybody up into space, okay? It's like, you know, it, they got to be really smart. They got to get, they have to know their chops and they have to, they have to know what they're doing, obviously. It's really hard to get in there. So she, she was like, uh, she led, like, a, like some missions, and she was, like, a really good astronaut. And then when she came home... So she, she like, went up for almost two weeks, similar to the way Lucy does in the movie. And she came back down. And uh, she broke up... So she ended up breaking up with her husband. Um, and then was dating uh, another astronaut um, in, in, in her space program in NASA. Um, yeah. And then... I think they broke up and then he started dating another astronaut or something like that or, or uh, some other girl and what she did was drive from like um Houston, Texas to uh Florida like uh over like it was like a 19-hour drive or something like that. Uh yeah. or something long like really long. And she didn't like they like the story that was blown up by the media was that she was like she didn't take any rest stops. She only stopped for gas. She like she like made a mad dash to go to Florida to to find and confront the girlfriend of the astronaut that she was like she had that was her ex-boyfriend. And she yeah, she
0: had the affair with or something. Yeah, and she like before she, before brought a she her husband. She
1: like brought a knife and she brought like a wig to wear and confronted the girl in the parking lot or something like that. Um, and what
0: was this about her wearing a diaper in the car?
1: So that's she what they get out. Yeah, like that's what they like say. But I think it was more like it was kind of like a, a passing comment about a diaper, and then it turned out everybody thought that she wore a diaper to not have to get out and go to the bathroom. Um, So, but she had, like, thrown all of her weapons and her bags in, like, a trash can. And so everybody found all these things and were like, come on, dude. Like, what the fuck? Like, she literally went on, like, a, like, she was kind of, like, that's insane. Like, who does that? Who confronts somebody in a wig with weapons? Like, you know, so she was, like, charged with, like, attempted murder and attempted kidnapping. It's it's bad.
0: Yeah, so, and that... That pretty much the movie covers all of that. I just think maybe they needed to pick something and go with that because it kind of seemed like they were trying to go with the whole obsessed about space, like mm-hmm. m- like not being able to properly like live on Earth anymore because you've gone to space and you've seen these things and you just can't. Right, you just That's can't come concept. back down. That's the concept of You're the movie. Not, but it was stretched. Oh, like like stretched but, to fill but It, it a feel, a home felt home. like. It felt like two separate things were happening. It was like mm-hmm. her and her, like, hallucinations of thinking mm-hmm. she was in space and wanting to be in space, and her just not being able to come back down to reality. Yeah. And then, and then the whole side action with John Hamm and Zazzy Beats. Yeah. And all that stuff. It was so separate, it was never meshed together. Mm-hmm. And, and not to mention those horrible, like, uh, scanning, like, the, the screen, it would get longer and, and sh- oh, the, smaller, the, and- Yeah, the, uh, the, um... Yeah, what, what was that? What's, it's, it's
1: the... The editing yeah, of the scene. I know, of the, the, of the, um... the shot. It's called the frame, um...
0: Like, the frame scrolling, like, it was yeah, just... Yeah, no, it's... Scaling, it's, the frame scaling? I don't no, know.
1: No, that's not the correct... It's, it's the... F- the what's the what's the film term come on brain use
0: your brain come on Alessandro, use your brain uh figure it out the frame oh
1: god it's gonna kill me I gotta just look it up (laughs) I talk I because every time so when you when you're a DP when you're like a when you're like a cinematographer when you're like planning how to film your film you got to know what your per- frame ratio frame ratio i think that's what it is
0: sure you gotta so, know
1: you gotta know exactly what it is and it was changing a lot to like make the audience feel like uneasy but it was just
0: so strange it was a, it was a strange choice it was useless and annoying mm-hmm. like and and the parts that it happened at didn't even need it. Like, there was no reason for this choice to be Aspect made. Aspect ratio. F- Aspect ratio.
1: That's what was changing constantly. I'm so sorry. Oh, Thank you. Thank God, you. I, I feel like good. such an idiot. No, you, you got it. You got My it. My brain just... You know what? We record at nighttime after long days.
0: And I just... I feel like my brain does not work at this time. Oh. We sure do. I struggle too. We, we record these when, yeah, I'm just getting home from work. I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I'm just ready to relax. But anyway, so yeah, the the aspect, what'd you call it? Aspect ratio. As- the aspect ratio of the screen kept changing to like, you know, it would go into like a wide pane mm-hmm. like a, um, or like a, and it was just it was annoying it was so annoying every time i did it i just rolled my eyes and and i and i sighed heavily cuz i just hated it <laughs> uh. and, and uh, so that was just terrible but yeah so the so it just seemed like it had two separate two separate stories or things that it was trying to tell and it just never came together and it was just a mess and I, like I liked the movie up until she started seeing John Ham, and that was it everything after that I like, could not care less like before that she was just kind of mm-hmm. you know she had a mission she came back down Mm-hmm. she was ready to go back up and she was ready to work for it like I liked that part, yeah, but then but then the whole shit that happened with John Ham was just uh odd. I just wasn't into the story. She she didn't talk to her husband. I
1: get so mad at people who don't talk to their husbands. I just get... I get really, like, upset with characters who just dismiss people in their life and just that's how their relationship is. Like... Nobody has relationships like that. If you're married to somebody, you need to be like talking to that person. I don't, I, don't, I I don't understand. I mean, I get how people's relationships deteriorate over time and everything, but like how can one person be as bad as a, in a relationship as, as Natalie Portman and then her husband's trying so damn hard? Like come on.
0: Yeah, and just the one of the first things you kind of hear her say is like, you know, my mom always to you know, my grandma always told me to, you know, marry the first nice guy you meet. Yeah. And just, just deal with it for, like, the rest of your life. Like, so you already knew that that was- Yeah, she didn't love her husband, downhill. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and just, I just didn't, just didn't enjoy this, this character. Um, I- Yeah. And the, and the fact, okay, and the fact they changed her name to Lucy just so that they could use the Beatles song also makes me kind of angry. Because I, I thought the mm-hmm. girl's name was Lucy at least. No. And then that way, this would have worked. No, nope. like because 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 I did like how they used the Lucy in the Sky theme, uh, Beatles song yeah. in the trailer. Yeah, they used it in the movie too. I didn't like it in the movie. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I liked it in the trailer. Because mm-hmm. uh, this cover that this person did was I I didn't like it, but I I liked like the slower, mm-hmm. like the slower beat they used. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and kind of like the more spacey kind of sounding like whimsical. Like way that they like changed it up, yeah. But the fact that the girl's name wasn't even Lucy just makes it more pointless, yeah. Also, uh,
1: the so in real life they don't have any kids, even though she was married to her husband for like fifteen years or something. Um, but in the in the movie they didn't have any kids, but she was taking care of her niece. And I felt like they tried to make it so that the niece was, like, the point of reference for, like, her sanity. You know, like, she cares about her niece. She doesn't want her niece to be in, in, like, danger. Um, yeah. And so, like, that kind of, like, was helping ground her and everything. There just wasn't enough, like, I don't know. The the niece was kind of boring. Like, what was she going to do? Like, they didn't give her anything to do other than take the the gun away from uh, her aunt at the end. Um... Which you assume is yeah. going to be a bad thing,
0: but it's fine, you know? Right, right. Um, yeah, like, at the point in the movie where they actually have the niece, like, doing more stuff, it just seemed pointless at that time. Like, this Lucy had already, she's too far gone. Yeah. She's just ready to be crazy. Yeah. And she's going to be crazy. Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah. You know, and
1: she oh, she also goes through the uh the emails uh of John Hamm and she, that's the real person also did that.
0: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, she snuck into the office and mm-hmm. and hacked into the email. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. It uh this movie was bad.
1: Can I just make a <laughs> I just I have to say I was watching this movie, and at first I was like, oh, rock on, Natalie Portman. I love you. You're such a good actress. And I do think she's a great actress. She really is. But, God, I was getting so annoyed because she does this thing where she'll go to smile, and she'll smile big, and then she'll let it go, and then she'll smile
0: big again and let it go, like, over and over and over again, you know? Yeah, like, she was thinking about something, but we didn't know what it was, and it was just... She did it, like, thousands it was, of times in this movie, I swear to God. It was just obnoxious. It was obnoxious.
1: It, it, it was just, like, smile down, smile down, like, over and over and over again to, like, yeah, to, like, make it seem like she's thinking that she's really happy, you know? She can't contain her happiness, but she does it, like, the way that she acts is, like... Why don't you watch me smile a million times, and maybe the the fifteenth time you'll actually believe I'm happy? Like I, it's just you know, like why?
0: I never thought she was smiling because she was happy. I thought she was smiling because she was crazy. Like oh sure, for sure, man. She she's another just, Joker. She's she's she basically just off. She was just off in her own world. Yeah. She I mean was that not, makes sense. It totally makes there. sense.
1: It's it's not the smiling that I have the problem with. It's the way that she smiles. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, I think if they, if they would have made her more of, like, a a manic kind of character, it would have been more interesting, you know? Like, it seemed like she was manic in a depressive kind of way, but if she was manic in, like, a, a, you know, an uppity way, it would have been more interesting, you know? Yeah. Like, if she was always smiling and always trying to be, like, positive and big and bright and, like, trying to attract the people, you know? I
0: I don't know. That's just a way it could possibly have gone. Yeah, the times that she kind of felt the most real to me was kinda of when she was just having her cute little back and forths with her grandma. Mm-hmm. Like just mm-hmm. being yeah. just being assholes to each other. Yeah. Like that was nice. Yeah. I like that. So a lot. I'm looking at the so I'm looking at the director. Yes, Noah Holly also
1: does Legion. Uh which I did watch uh two two seasons of that show. Yeah. Uh oh, and how is it? I really liked it. I mean, I I really like Legion um and Dan Stevens is in that too. Um yeah. and I I thought I didn't watch the more recent ones cuz they're not on Hulu, but I did watch maybe I just watched the first season. Um I really liked it at the time and it's super weird. It's like extremely um it's it's off the wall. It's just really really um, surreal storytelling. Um, yeah. But the thing that makes it work is the fact that they don't need to close ends because it's it's a it's a TV show, and you know it's not a movie that, that that's got to have a complete story. You know, it's like it can just things can just happen, and it doesn't really have to mean anything. You know. So yeah, that's kind of like the I like Noah Hawley like. He likes the surreal stuff, and that's what he did in this movie. He, like, really made, like, a lot of stuff really surreal for you when you were watching it, um, you know, and that was good. Like, that's not the bad parts of this movie, I think. Um, the getting in her head with her surroundings and what she's kind of feeling and seeing, you know? Yeah,
0: and it seems like he's mostly a writer, and he's had a little bit, like, he's only really directed... Yeah, a couple of episodes of Legion and a couple of episodes of Fargo, but mostly he's a writer. Well, he wrote Fargo, Um, yeah, so, like, he's a, yeah, I think. Yeah, which I find mm -hmm. interesting, because he only did revisions for the, for the writing of Lucy in the Sky. Okay. Um, it looks like Elliot and Brian C. Brown, uh, wrote this, which is interesting, um, I, I just like looking at at the other stuff that the directors have done. Mm-hmm. Um so this is very interesting. I was looking at the uh trivia actually mm-hmm. and it says that uh Reese Witherspoon replaced Natalie Portman in the lead role but dropped out to focus on season two of Big Little Lies. Mm-hmm. Thank thank goodness. And then she just uh <laughs> produced it instead. Yeah. Um and the original title of this movie was called Pale Blue Dot. Okay. Um, I don't really understand what that was supposed to... Was there a reference to that in the movie at all? Do you remember? Uh, no, did but pale, that's the... That's did, Earth. It is? Okay. Well, yeah, that's what, okay. that's
1: what Earth is called, the Pale Blue Dot, um... It doesn't really make sense, though, because she doesn't go into deep space and just sees the pale blue dot. That would have worked better for Ad Astra. Could have. Because he went really far (sighs) away, and you could only see the pale blue dot of the Earth. So. That's it.
0: Yeah. And then, uh... The... (laughs) was the film title is most likely a nod to the beatles song lucy in the sky <laughs> you, you think so
1: uh, yeah. i also didn't like that kind of friendly competition that she had with zazzy beats like it just started off like their relationship just started on a bad note to me
0: yeah like, like they're just, co-workers like why are they it, yeah like
1: the way that she, she was just being super snarky like both of them were being super snarky at each other the whole time and you're like aren't you co-workers why are you acting like this like you have to be copacetic you're a fucking astronaut like there's no time for
0: you to be bitchy right now like you, you, there's well you know that's that's how they write astronaut characters in, in other movies like this. Like, I know, in like a, I know. But, like, the right stuff or something. Not the right stuff. Do the right... No. Yeah, they write the, yeah, the right, right stuff. stuff. Yeah. The right stuff. And Apollo 13, uh, too. And Apollo 13. Yeah, there's definitely some competition because they want to be chosen for the next mission. Yeah. It, well, also, um, you know, it was like that in a... Well, it's... Yeah, like, there's competition. It's just, I felt like, like, the
1: like the way that even when she was talking to, like, John Hamm, like, it was just, like kind of like everybody's everybody's not on the same team. That's that's what I was feeling like. Yeah. Uh yeah. But I I like the I like like the world of the men in um uh, in that uh the one I just mentioned uh before with uh Apollo? No. No. Um oh. Ryan Gosling and um First man? First man, yeah. I like the way that they were kind of acting around each other, too. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just... Yeah. Let's look at some plot keywords. Okay, okay. Um, oops. Yeah, okay, here. (laughs) What? That's it? (laughs) Wait. Astronaut... And character name and title. See all two. Really? Like, what about Affair? <laughs> or like... <laughs> yeah. Or like a Attempted Murder? Yeah, I don't that, know. Yeah, that's definitely one. That's definitely one. <laughs> oh, man. Add Lucy in the Sky to my list of movies. I need to add more plot keywords, to. Like, people just don't want to. They just don't even care. They're just like, yeah, this movie doesn't need any... Any plot keywords. Yeah, like... Funny. Well, I just don't think a lot of people saw this movie. I mean, it only made
1: $269,000. And it's
0: been out for, like, wow. two weeks. I'd like two hundred thousand <laughs> 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 I'd like that money.
1: <laughs> well, if you're thinking about probably how much this movie cost, I mean... I know. Uh, I know. That's nothing. Like, you know, oh, it no. probably cost... Quite a lot to
0: make this movie. <laughs> I know, Alessandra, I know. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the metascore. Uh, so we got a, who, who? Oh boy, we got a, thir- we got a thirty-six average metascore. This is bad. Is this the lowest-rated movie we've we've? No, 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 what? no, 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 no. What was worse? Something? Something- Maybe Little Italy?
1: Oh yeah. That, but that's like a TV that, that, is, yeah, is that that's even not a real movie. That was not released in theaters to my knowledge. At least
0: not in America. I don't even think it has a Metascore. Did Little Italy have a Metascore? Uh no, I I don't know. I'm I'm a hold on. Hold on. I'm a don't worry. Don't don't you worry. I'm going to look this up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is it 20? Oh, it's 28. Is it 17?
0: 28. It's oh, 28.
1: That's pretty bad. That's definitely worse. But again, Damn. that was not in theaters. Like that, this has to be like I know. the lowest we've seen in theaters in a long time. You know, we really haven't oh, seen yeah. a lot of really bad ones in theaters lately. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like even all summer, like even the kitchen was better than this, you know? Oh, yeah, the kitchen
0: at least got, like, what, a, like at least over a 50, I thought. That one was not very good either, but, um... No, it wasn't. <laughs> at least it was,
1: it was engaging. It was definitely engaging. <laughs> it was way more engaging than, than, than this garbage. Well, go listen to that one if you haven't listened. It's a fun one to listen to.
0: <laughs> All right, let's see. Um i like the last one slant magazine gave it a 25 <laughs> noah Hawley treats his protagonist story as a somber tragedy that at times stoops to trashiness oh my god wow <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i love
1: it i i like this hollywood Ooh. reporter one that's a 40 Okay. Uh, Lucy in the Sky is an odd film that starts comically big and gradually becomes narrower and more conventional as it goes along to diminishing returns.
0: Definitely. I also like the variety one. Uh, Gave it a 30. Distractingly over-directed, Holly triple-knots his own shoelaces here, stumbling (laughs) over cumbersome metaphors, Uh, for example, butterflies and yeah. yeah. and high-concept solutions to straightforward dramatic problems when he should have just entrusted his leading lady to carry the narrative. Yeah, that is a great (laughs) line.
1: I love it. I dig it.
0: yes, yes.
1: Oh man. I should read the Guardian one at the top just because it's also long. Um, should you?
0: <laughs> Go ahead. Uh,
1: it's a witty, intriguing film in many ways, but I also feel the film is unsure of how much to disturb its audience, unsure of whether to pursue the chaos and embarrassment of a bungled, noirish crime and an unsightly psychological disorder, or to contrive something more immolent, to finesse some sympathy and even heroism for the story's trouble lead. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yep, yeah. You don't really feel bad for her. You're like, girl, you don't know what you're doing. You sound like you're crazy, and <laughs> I don't the- throw that word around lightly.
0: <laughs> oh man, the AV Club one's hilarious too. It's, it's eight <laughs> eight <laughs> of 50. Jackie. And it, it says Lucy in the Sky ends up playing like some unauthorized Jackie Jorp Jomp <laughs> version <laughs> of, of the Lisa Noag story, as though they couldn't get the rights to the names or to the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jorm- oh, man. I gotta look up what Jorp Jomp
1: is. Let's just be... <laughs> Can you please? Oh my! God, I have no idea what this is <laughs> at. I've never all. heard of that. Okay, Jackie Jorp Jomp. I I'm so confused because it's leading me to an an episode. It's it's leading me to an episode on Wikipedia of Thirty Rock. I'm just gonna I'm gonna look it up. Um. On actual, I think it's an episode of Thirty Rock. Let's let's find out. Jackie Jorp um Uh. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, what is this?
0: <laughs> I'm so confused.
1: What is this? It's an episode. Okay, it's definitely a. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Apparently, it's a movie. Uh, that, like, okay, so basically it's a 30 Rock episode that they made a, a funny movie in the episode called Jackie Jaggy Jorpjomp. And it's supposed to be a Janis Joplin movie. Um. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um. Okay, what's going on here? A bio. So it's about... Jack is... Alec Baldwin is worried that a Janis Joplin biography, biographical film will not get released, and tries to promote the movie at the Kids' Choice Awards. However, following a mix-up, the world believes Jenna is dead, and Jack tries to use her death to further hype the film.
0: <laughs> okay, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> I think so it's like they confused, actually but... like promoted a film, like it's a fake film. Um, okay, I'm confused of what it's what's going on in this. In, in it's like it's like they couldn't okay so basically that i guess what they're saying is this movie is like a biography that's unauthorized so that means that they just had to like give it a bunch of fake names and shit and like try to not make it work out the same way i think that's that's the reference i thought it was referencing jackie own um jackie kennedy because she was jackie in that movie yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is also funny yeah. because, like, I it was kind of like watching Jackie Kennedy; she went up to space and came back down.
0: <laughs> yeah, Aaliyah, a little bit, yeah. a little bit. Oh man! All right, well, that was Lucy in the sky. Ugh, um, we did it, Emily. And, it's done. And Ad Aster, we've been meaning to um, talk
1: about Ad Astra for weeks.
0: Yeah uh if you uh if you enjoyed either of these if you enjoyed either of these movies you could leave a comment uh either on soundcloud or uh or on the comment section of facebook mm-hmm. uh just search all by the popcorn. Pod podcast. <laughs> I'm really struggling here. <laughs> You're doing a Jackie Jorp jump at the I'm doing a Jackie Jorp jump. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um. But yeah. If- <laughs> <laughs> i can't i can't i can't and the fact that the, that the lady that plays jacqueline from unbreakable kimmy schmidt is just i love her so yeah much. She's, she's very so, funny she's so fucking funny i just keep thinking about her face <laughs> jackie chomp chomp <laughs> okay all right i can do this uh so yeah leave a comment either below on soundcloud or on uh, facebook just search all by the popcorn podcast and like our pages uh, if you wanna, if you wanna leave a review, if you like our little show that we do here, uh, we'd like to know what you think about it, and it also helps other people find us when you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts slash Google Play. Um, so that'd be really nice. Uh, <laughs> but you know, don't do it if you don't want to. I guess I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> and and uh, if you need uh, notifications on future episodes coming out, you can follow our social media. We've got Twitter at By the Popcorn. And Instagram at All By The Popcorn Podcast. And if you have any suggestions for future episodes, uh, what movies do you want us to talk about? What shows do you want us to talk about? What uh, what do you just want to talk to us about? We'd love to know. We like to hear your guys' thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, just We just want to s- say hi to you guys. Like, Go ahead and email us. We've got All By The Popcorn Podcast at gmail.com or All By The Popcorn at gmail.com.
1: <gasps> <sighs> Good job, Emily.
0: All right. Thanks for listening, thanks. everybody. Talk to you all next time. Bye. Bye.